Hi friends, I'm Jennifer All, and your daily hope, your dose of encouragement today comes from 1 Kings chapter 18. It is an amazing chapter. Go read it. It's one of those moments where you see God show up in big miraculous ways and you say, yeah, that's my God. So at the time, the people of Israel had fallen away from their worship of Yahweh, the true God, God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. They were worshiping all kinds of idols, namely the prof, the, this God, little g God, Baal. Now, Baal was a rain god, okay? His calling card was the thunderclap. He was always depicted holding lightning bolts. He literally was a storm god. And to get people's attention, our god Yahweh allows for a drought to cover the land for years. So while all of his people have turned away and are worshiping a rain god, there is a drought over the land because this rain god can't do anything about it. So Elijah the prophet comes and he calls the people and he says, come to Mount Carmel, meet with me here. We are going to answer this question because you keep worshiping these other idols. You keep worshiping Baal. Look, if he's the real God, go and do that. But he seems pretty puny to me and if Yahweh is the God, then let's turn our hearts back to him. So Elijah challenges the prophets of Baal to a showdown to determine who is the God on high. And it's this amazing, amazing chapter where Elijah allows for this ridiculously lopsided competition. He says, this is the way the competition is going to work, right? The showdown. Both the prophets of Baal and Elijah, they're both going to build an altar of wood. And then they're going to cry out to their God. And the God who lights the altar on fire, that is clearly the God who answers, the God who is powerful, the real true God. So Elijah lets the prophets of Baal go first. There are 450 of them. They build this altar then they start chanting and crying out to their God, Baal. Send the fire. Like they are just praying and whipping themselves into this emotional frenzy. And Elijah starts to taunt them because this is going on for hours, hours. They're begging their God to show up. And Elijah taunts them and says, is your God sleeping? Do you need to shout louder to wake him? Is he too busy to pay attention to you? Where is he? This goes on all day long. Finally, near sunset, it's Elijah's turn. So Elijah, one man, builds this altar of stone. He puts wood on it, puts his sacrifice on there. And then he digs a trench around it. And he says, pour water on this thing. Because you know how hard it is to light wet wood on fire? It's If anybody who's gone camping knows that is so hard to do. And so he says, dump water on this. No, even more water, 12 jars worth of water, just to prove the point that he's making this so hard and so impossible. Everything is so lopsided in Baal's favor and Baal is not shown up at all. And so Elijah then, he prays this very simple prayer in verse 36. Oh Lord, God of Abraham, Isaac, and Israel, let it be known today that you are God in Israel and that I am your servant and have done all these things at your command. Answer me, O oh Lord, answer me so that these people will know that you, O oh Lord, are God and that you are turning their hearts back again. And just like that, 
one simple prayer and God answers. He consumes that altar with fire, burns up all the wood, the soil, the stones, and licks up all that water. That fire is so, so hot, it evaporates it all. And it is so obvious and so clear. This God is the God, the real true God. And everybody falls on their face before this altar, this moment, and they cry out, Yahweh, Yahweh is God. And you and I, we read this and we get to say, yes, that's my God. Because the truth is, there is no competition when it comes to our God. No other God, idol, thought, philosophy, nothing measures up to who our God is. He is the utmost, the most God on high. No comparison. Be encouraged today, my friends. He is worthy of our worship. He is worthy of our trust. He is not one voice among many, one God among many. He is the everything. He is alive. And what I love especially, this passage reminds me that I don't need to work out this frenzy, this emotional. I don't have to earn and strive to get God to pay attention to us. It is a simple prayer. God was already waiting. He is already paying attention to you and to me right now in this moment. He is ready to send the fire, to break the drought and send the rain in your life and mine. He is ready. So turn your heart back to him today. Be encouraged. He is alive.